Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. And today I have with me Phoebe Trotman. Now, some of you may have heard of Phoebe. Some of you may be like, oh, that sounds familiar, but I don't know why. Let me share with you a little bit about Phoebe and then I'll bring her into the conversation. So Phoebe Trotman is a Vancouver-based entrepreneur and accomplished soccer player. She has achieved many accolades as an athlete, including being inducted into several sports halls of fame, winning championship titles, and being recognized as an exceptional athlete. Phoebe has also excelled in her career as a network marketer. Whoop, whoop. Give it up for the network marketers in the house, earning top awards and recognition within her company. She is passionate about personal growth and empowering others to reach their full potential. And of course, I was introduced through Phoebe, through a BNI friend of mine who knows her. And so thank you, BNI, <laughs> for another amazing introduction because Phoebe and I had a conversation and I was like, oh girl we have got to get you on the show so welcome to the show phoebe little nice jenny it is incredible to be here with you i just you're such a rock star and from that first conversation i was like you are awesome so i'm thrilled and honored to be here today oh i am so glad so i'm putting you in my six figure success series right because one of the things we discussed is your multipreneur so you've got a lot of a lot of things going on with that so You've gone through the journey of starting from scratch, not having any businesses to getting to six figures in your life and businesses, right? So tell us a little bit about your background journey because I gave you I gave everybody the the bio, right? Give us your journey. Absolutely. Yes. And it has been a journey and it's still a journey, which is, you know, what's so much fun. We're always evolving and growing and, you know, accomplishing new embarking on new challenges and accomplishing them. So yeah, my journey as an entrepreneur started, you know, about 17 years ago in an interesting way. I was um, working full time. I was playing soccer and I started a few businesses. I was super uninspired at my at my full time job. It was just I was doing some stuff. I was at a computer company and I just was really honestly just not growing. And so I started a few side projects. So I started my own coaching company for soccer with a teammate of mine. We'd go around the province teaching kids how to play soccer loved it, passionate about it. I started an event, if you will, production company where we connect. Um, we hosted an event once a month to bring people from the Caribbean community to come together to network. And then I started learning about real estate investing because I wanted to generate some passive income. Once I learned about that passive residual income, I was like, oh, I want, I want to create that. And then actually a friend introduced me to my network marketing company, mostly as a tool I could use for kind of those other businesses. And thankfully he did, you know, because not long after I had kind of got started in that with my full-time job, then my boss brought, came into my office, basically sat down and said, unfortunately, the company's going bankrupt and everyone's going to be laid off. It was, yeah, that, that was how, oh. what happened. And 
it was a shock and, you know, multiple emotions. You kind of go through that range. On the one hand, I was like, yes, I don't have to go back to that job. On the other hand, it's like, oh my gosh, what now? In my mind, my entrepreneur journey, was it was going to be a transition. You know, I'd continue doing these businesses on the side. And then once I decided I was ready, then I would make that jump. And uh, that jump happened earlier. And uh, so I had to, I had to figure it out. I really had to figure some stuff out. And you know, one of the things I love about network marketing and direct sales is they do have a framework for us to create success. Now, we have to plug into that. And myself being myself, in the beginning, I didn't. <laughs> I wanted right. to just, you know, I was like, oh, no, I don't need to work my business every day. Why would I do that? You know, <laughs> and uh, so it definitely was a journey. Lots of bumps in the beginning of that journey, wanting to reinvent the wheel. And I think once I fully understood the power of direct sales and network marketing, the fact that, yes, there's a framework, you still need to be you inside that framework, right? Once I really grabbed that, a hold of that, then um, then results started to happen. I love that because a couple of things jump out at me for that. So first thing is you would, I don't know whether you'd be amazed or not, but it has shocked me the number of times I've heard, I started with my network marketing company and shortly thereafter, got let go at work, you know, or the company, something happened, right? Or my husband lost his job. And now all of a sudden, this thing that was just supposed to be a little side gig became our only gig, right? Or, or something along those lines, right? It's almost like the universe kind of says, Oh, you want to do this? Okay. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Right. And I always say that if, like, I don't I say that sometimes if you won't make the move, God, universe will make the move for you. And that literally was the yeah. situation. Because you know, in height, I don't know when I would have trend. I probably would have made sure, you know, everything's comfortable and I have this and I'm doing this and I'm making this much money and da, da, da. Now, I'm not saying to anyone listening, that's when you just like quit your job or anything like that. But sometimes you end up in those situations and it is kind of a defining moment slash crossroads where you have to decide what next. And, you know, I had options, right? I could have focused on coaching soccer full time as that main career. But I realized, you know what, I just I love it. I want to do it as like my passion and just yeah. not because I it's for bills. I just love to do that. And then the events company, I was like, you know what, this I'm not really I just love bringing people together. This isn't necessarily the direction. And then real estate investing, you know, I have properties and whatnot. However, I was like, I want to be around people like that background of soccer and athletics is in me. I love working as a team. And I saw this network marketing company as a vehicle that would allow me to kind of have that lifestyle that I wanted to have. And so it made sense. And so I am grateful for that, even though it was a very challenging time in the beginning, because again, when you're starting anything new, there's going to be, you got to give it time. You got to you sow a lot of seeds before you're going to get that harvest. And so it was a long, it was a long journey along that way in the beginning. That said, I grew a lot in through all those bumps and, and uh, challenges in the beginning. Oh, yeah. And so it, definitely, I mean, growth is a prerequisite for being an entrepreneur. I don't care what your business or business model is. But then the second thing that came up for me was the fact that you said, I tried to reinvent the wheel, finally realized the process is there for a reason because it's worked for so many other people or I'm paraphrasing it, it, you know. And so once I, I, I let go and really just, you know, let the process, you know, follow the process, do the process, but be me inside of it. That's huge. That is a major aha moment because, yeah, uh, there's lots of us entrepreneurs who were like, oh, I can do that better or I'm going to change this or I don't I don't want to do it that way, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yet, cause I'm sure that's something you encountered with 
bringing people into your own organization because I'm assuming that's part of how you grew your yes. your business so large was to you know sponsor people into the organization right absolutely um, was that something that you regularly talked about was follow the I process did. <laughs> I did and again you get a, like in hindsight grateful for that lesson too because I can share hey this is what I used to do didn't get the results once I started doing this I got the results and get the results so one of the biggest things that, that I think for myself is I felt like, well, a couple of things. One, I was like, OK, well, I'm going to when I'm going to follow the system, I'm going to follow it exactly to the T how this person did it in the sense of like talking how they talk. Well, that's not me either. So one of the things that I think it's really important to understand when you're building a business, number one, you want to show up as you and be authentic in yourself. So speak the way you speak. That being said, there's fundamentals of building a business that are consistent. You have to you have to show the plan. You have to show it. You have to show it consistently. You have to follow up consistently. You help people get started and then you teach them the same and then they continue on. Like that really is what it comes down to. Now, how you show people, that's a piece of where you want a system, right? You want to make it easy cuz cuz again, mm -hmm. systems are duplicatable. People are not. And so that is such a huge, important thing to realize that your story is yours and you need to embrace that and share that over and over and over again and share it in your own voice. That being said, again, there's certain fundamentals of building a successful business that are the same. And the moment you start taking like, oh, well, no, do I really have to show the plan every day? Well, if you want consistent results, you have to do consistent activity. Now, what that consistent activity looks like for you, that's something that people have to decide. And, you know, we do a lot of, when you bring on a new distributor, we'd have those conversations with them. Well, what does your life look like? Because at the end of the day, we yes, we all have 24 hours in a day. However, some people have some other commitments that are priorities for them. And we need mm -hmm. to honor that and understand that, whether it's family, whether it's, you know, whatever it is. And so, you know what, someone else, when I got kind of thrown into my journey, I had more time. So I could be showing the plan X amount of times a day versus someone else who might be working full time. They may have commitments with their kids, their parents, and maybe they're going to be able to show that plan four or five times a week. The key is whatever you commit to do, do that consistently. That's really that that's so important in building a successful business. Yes, exactly. And and this is something that you've done across the board, it sounds like with all of the entrepreneurial endeavors that you have going on, right? And one of the other reasons that we connected so well is because the title of your new book, I am so in love with it. Share it with the badass crew. What is your new book? This new book, my new book is called Never Quit on a Bad Day, Inspiring Stories of Resilience. And that is exactly what that book is all about. It really is about it's it's a short stories speech. Um, and this edition is Thriving Entrepreneur Edition. So you're going to learn from very, very successful entrepreneurs who are in online marketing, direct sales, network marketing. And they share their story of resilience. They share about a day, a time, a season when they wanted to quit and they share why they wanted to quit. They share how they push through why they push through. And then there's a, at the end of every chapter, there's a little section called Reflections on Resilience for the reader to go through their own journey and really remember how resilient they are and, and to give you tips to take forward as you're going along your journey, whether 
it's in business, life, you know, whatever it might be. So yeah, because that's the, I mean, we talked about that, right, Jenny, like yes. how much that connects with you because like you building your business and being an entrepreneur, you've had right. those moments too, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Any of my listeners who've been listening pretty much for the whole entirety of my podcast, because now we're pushing, by the time this episode comes out, we'll be at about 240, almost 250 episodes, total episodes, right? And one of the things that they've probably heard me say many times is one of my secrets to success was I had an agreement with myself that I wasn't allowed to make a, de a big decision about, about my business. And I called it that because I, I didn't want to put it in my head that I might quit, right? That, but that was me, right? Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. But I wouldn't make big decisions about my business when I was having a bad day, whether the bad day had anything to do with my business or not. So maybe I was having a bad mom day, or maybe I was at a bad wife day, or maybe I was having a bad like grocery day or whatever, like road rage day, <laughs> who knows, <laughs> right? But I wasn't gonna make any decisions when I was having big emotions, right? Because you don't make the best decisions when you're having big emotions. No, right? and that's powerful in what you said there too, whereas you know, you're saying a bad day in general. So it might not even be you're having a bad business day, but that's such a powerful statement what you're sharing right there. Because so often too, we think about, well, I'm having a bad business day. So I'm going to make a bad business. I'm going to make the decision on that right there. But it's the emotions in general. It's like mm -hmm. you don't want to make a major decision when you're in that negative space in terms of negative emotions and feeling frustrated and angry and all those things. It's get through that and then make a decision with a clear head when you're coming from a place of, you know, whether it's peace about what you're deciding. Because again, we're not saying you never quit something. There's times when you transition right. forward into something else. It's just do it on a good day, not when you're in, you know, that that tough negative space, if you will. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, when when I found out the, the title of your book, I was like, oh, we are going to be we are going to be like. Yeah, so close. I love this so much because it just it it makes perfect sense. So in in all of this, as you've been working through and you've been writing this book, how has all of this played into now, I guess, your future goals? Because you, you're at the point where you're doing six figures with multiple businesses. And, and we talked in the in the pre interview, you're on your way to multiple six figures. Now, what are you doing now to help you move? Because, you know, a five-figure entrepreneur thinks differently than a six-figure entrepreneur. A six-figure entrepreneur thinks differently than a multi-six-figure entrepreneur. What are this, some of the transitions you're going through now with the way that you're thinking or behaving in order to grow from six to multi-six? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think a big thing is systems, as we talked about. Like systems are so important mm -hmm. because one of the things for me that I really value, and I think it's important for everyone, everyone needs to have their own definition of success. What does that look like for you? And I do this activity called your dream day. And, you know, it's all about creating, like, what does a dream day look like for you? And I always encourage people to do it right at from like the moment you open your eyes till you go to bed at night, think of all areas of your life, right in present tense and feelings. And that's a super short version of it. However, the reason I share that is because when you have a clear vision of what your dream day looks like, now you start stepping and working towards that. And for me, part of my dream day is having that time with my friends, my family. It's feeling good. It's con contributing. So contribution is a really big thing for me in terms of being able to donate time and resources. And so one of the things with moving towards that is being really systematic in terms of making sure that when I add anything to my portfolio as a multi, how do you say it? You're multipreneur, multipreneur, yeah, multipreneur. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Multipreneur. 
anything I add as a multipreneur, there has to be an element of passive residual, a system behind it, because I want to make sure I'm still sticking to my dream day in terms of having that freedom, having that Mm. lifestyle, that time to be with the people that I choose to be with. And so that's a really important component to it. And so for me, it's, it's evaluating and I use that dream day kind of like a lighthouse so that when I'm going through challenging time or when I'm looking at, do I want to add something to my portfolio? Does it take me closer to living that dream day? Because for me, time is so important in that, in that. And so I need to make sure again, when I'm adding something, does it align with me in terms of my values, but also does it align in terms of moving towards living and having that dream day as well too. So systems, Mm. systems, systems and leverage and having a good team, right? A good team of people to help me go to the next level because there are things that I don't know that I need people to teach me, right? That I I have mentors, I have coaches, people that I can ask, okay, hey, I'm, I'm making this leap and moving forward. What was something you learned along your journey making going to that next level? And can you, you know, share a tip? And then the key thing, I always say this to people, whatever you're doing, when you learn something, implement, right? We can hear all these things. If you don't implement it, it's not going to help you move forward too. So action is key. Oh my gosh. Yes. One of the slides in one of the presentations that I do or trainings that I do with with teams has uh, a, a graphic that I can't, yeah, I ended up I, I ended up having to make it because I couldn't find this phraseology anywhere, but I heard it from a, a actually a marriage counselor, not my marriage counselor, but one of my clients sent me this. She goes, oh, my God, I heard this and I thought of you. And so now I, I slap it on, on, on this training because it's the perfect thing. And what it is, is information minus application equals information. Information, information minus, minus application equals information. So it's a math formula. The oh, second part of the math formula is information plus application equals growth. Oh, I love that. And I heard so that powerful. from my client and I was like, oh, girl, you know me. You, I feel seen so much right now. And I then I went that. and created that infographic because it's something that I knew I needed to put as part of at least one of my trainings. And it it's as I'm going through and revamping and updating and rebranding all of my trainings, it's going to get added to a vast majority of them because training is great. Right. Going to trainings and and learning is important. Absolutely. I mean, for those of us who are in BNI, we know lifelong learning is one of our core values. Right. And for me, it's there's lots of people who will go through and they've done the learning, but they you look at their traffic lights, for example, in BNI and you go, yes, you learned it, You, but you're not showing it. You're not doing it right. You can tell who's doing it. Right. And so it's very interesting to me that that that's something that comes up with you here is is that because I just had the realization oh yeah you were in BNI you're not active right now but you were right so I was 17 yeah. years I absolutely love BNI and because a couple of things as you just shared with that like it action is so important and I tell you I know we can get into analysis paralysis like it can happen where you get so much information so I always tell people look to grab onto one thing out of everything, whether it's this podcast, whether it is an event you attend, whether it's a training, like one thing that you can implement, put it into action and then pick up another thing. Because again, we as we grow, right, we're going to hear. So listen to this podcast again, grab onto another thing and implement that because that's where you see the growth, right? It's those little things because 
again, I'm I'm like that too. And I did that in the beginning. I'd go to a training and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Oh yeah. Oh, and that too. Mm-hmm. And all these things. And guess what? I'd come home. And again, I was honest with you guys at the beginning. It was rough. It was not, <laughs> you know, I'd come home and I'd do nothing because I was like, uh, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. When I started doing very basic, simple things in terms of like, I'm going to track every time I show someone the presentation of my business, I'm going to track yeah. it on a little chart, nothing fancy, but I'm just yeah. going to track it. When I started doing those things, then hold on, I'm going to learn something else. And now I'm going to add that and continue to build upon it. That's when the magic came. And again, accountability is another big piece. Look in the mirror. We have to take ownership, right? We have to take ownership, especially in direct sales network marketing, because it's one of those things yeah. where it's easy to think we're doing stuff. But if you're not seeing it, like, and that's why tracking was so powerful. I love that you're laughing because you know, right? You feel me on it. You know, when you're tracking, when I started tracking, I could see, oh, I thought I showed more people. Well, guess what? No, I didn't. But before I was tracking, it was easy for me to get in this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I showed, oh, I showed tons of people today. But once I started putting pen to paper and actually writing down, then I was able to look and be like, oh, I'm, I'm really not doing as much. I'm busy. I'm putting quotations for those of you yeah. listening. Like, I'm busy, but I'm not actually doing money making activities. And that's what it comes down to. So yeah. I love that equation because it just it sums it all up right there. Yes. And I'm going to bring up. Uh, so one of my friends is Terry McMillan, and she introduced me to the term thwerking. Oh, T- my gosh. Break it down for me. Right. T-H-W-O-R-K-I-N-G. Right. You think you're working. Thwerking. Oh my gosh, that is so good. Right. That needs to be in every single training in terms of like business around the globe because it's so true. Sometimes we're like, well, yeah. I, I thought I would, you know, I thought, well, the end of the day, as we talked about, there's fundamentals in mm-hmm. building a successful business that's, that's consistent in you in there. Right. So we and, can get in our heads so and this much. And plays into the accountability piece, right? Because we think individually, we think we're working, but if I were to sit there and like really break down and, and talk to, for example, my coach, because yes, great coaches have coaches. Phoebe has coaches. I have coaches. Hint, hint. If you don't have a coach, mm-hmm, you might want to think about it. If not me, I don't care. Get one, but get a good one. <laughs> the The thing is, is when I really start working with my clients and looking at what they're doing in their day, they were working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I posted on social media. Well, what did you post about? Who did you connect with? How did you connect with them? How many people did you invite to your next event? How many people did you have a conversation with about the product? How many people did you have a conversation with about having a party? Right. Because I work with party plan and network marketers and like. All, yeah, exactly. All As the we said, though, things, there's right? different ways. The fundamentals show the plan, right. how you do that can be in different ways. It can yeah. be online. It can be person to person. It can be one to many. It can be a home party. It can be an online Zoom. So again, as we said before, like the that's where again it's it's being authentic and and doing what aligns with you in the sense, but there's other there's different ways you can can accomplish the same result, if you will. Absolutely. And so it's it's really taking a look and and like you said, Phoebe, tracking what you're actually doing. Like you know, people often hear about the the IPAs, the income producing activities. And, you know, 
So for people who are in party plan, it's booking parties. That's the income producing activity. It's putting in orders, you know, or, or tracking to see how many orders are being placed in your back office, right? Checking to see all of those kinds of things, right? So it's those income producing activities. Are you doing those things? And no, I'm sorry, posting on social media is not an income producing activity. It's marketing. Mm -hmm. That is not sales. That's marketing. Yes, yeah. you may get sales from your marketing, but it is very, very rare. I mean, really look at you know, and I, I really want people to look at the numbers. How many times have you posted? How many posts do you have in your scheduler? And how many sales have you made specifically from that post? Do the math. Now look at the math for how many parties you've had, or then look at the numbers, right? Then you go, oh, okay, the posting is my marketing. That's not where my money is. That's just letting I, people know I'm still in business. <laughs> absolutely. Right. And it's, yeah, it, again, it's something to do. Right. However, it's not the main thing. Right. I think what, yes. we're, what we're talking about is the main the thing, main the thing. income producing activities that are going to give you those results. And the other thing I always share with people too, just, and I always, I use this um, quote. So, you know, we want to celebrate, to have a harvest, right? And when I say harvest, it, it harvests in the sense of, you know, whether it's new clients coming in, new distributors or reps, whatever you call them, new, you know, hitting rank promotions, all those things. We want to have all those. However, to have that harvest, you have to plant the seed, right? You have to do those mm. income producing activities because so often we we see what the success of other people and we're like, oh my gosh, well, how do but that person did that and that person did that and that's great. However, there's a story behind that, right? There's the activity that they did. Mm -hmm. You may not see all the seeds that they planted. You may not see, and when I say seeds planted, showing the business or the product or sharing the story or following up, you're just seeing the result, but it comes down to planting those seeds. And that's the income producing activities that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. If you're not planting, it, it's the, what the, the Chinese proverb, I think it is, when's the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago? When's the next best time today? Right. Yeah. It's if you're not planting those seeds, if you're not putting it out there, then you're not going to have anything to harvest. Cause this is, I think a lot of people, and I know you're familiar with Jordan Adler, right? One of the things I've heard him say that has really stuck with me is now money is expensive. Like chasing the Ooh. now money, the money you're trying to make right now is expensive. But when you build your business up for long-term success, right? And this isn't his whole quote. I just remember now money is expensive. That's the quote from him, right? But the paraphrase is when you build your business for long-term success, when you're doing the things now that your future self will thank you for, right? The, mm -hmm. then that's how you get successful, right? And that's, yes. that's exactly what you're saying. I love this. Okay. Yeah. I feel, every like, day. feel like we could talk about this forever, forever. So we may just have to have you back and have like a really in-depth conversation, especially if you release other or when you release other versions of Never Quit on a Bad Day with, you know, this one's entrepreneurs. We'll see what the next one's going to be, right? Um, yeah. But never quit on a bad day. So you have an amazing, super generous offer for the Badass Crew in regards to your book. Tell us how they can get a piece of your book. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So when you go to my website, which is neverquitonabadday.com, you'll see an opportunity to enter your email and you get a free chapter from the book. And 
I chose this particular chapter because it has such a powerful story that will help everyone in their journey, journey in terms of life, business, because it's all about belief and it's all about the words that we speak. Language is so powerful. And so um, this chapter is it's an incredible story. And one of the things I need to highlight, too, is at the end of every chapter in the book there, I mentioned there's a reflection of the resilience, mm-hmm. but there's also a QR code. And when you scan the QR code, there's a short video from that contributor sharing a word of encouragement. And the free chapter that you're going to get, the story in this video is so powerful. Like it is going to challenge you in terms of just thinking about your own life, your own success, what that looks like for you and what you want to accomplish. So I want to encourage everyone, go to the website, get that free chapter. It is powerful and uh, enjoy. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, so we are putting (laughs) the link in the show notes and I'm pointing down like any of you can see me, you can't see. So (laughs) in the show notes, uh, for those of you, if this is your first time ever listening to a podcast and you're like, show notes, what are show notes? All you have to do is click on today's episode. I'm assuming you're listening on your phone. So if you're driving, don't do it yet. Wait till you get to where you're safe. Click on today's episode, scroll beneath Phoebe's picture, and you will see the show notes. And in there will be the link to her website where you can go get a chapter of her book absolutely free. And then if you love it, go get a copy of the book. I'm sure they can get it in all the places. Right, Phoebe? Yes, absolutely. When you're on the website, you'll see a link. You can click on it to get Amazon. You can get it from Amazon. There's a color version. There's a black and white version. And there's even a workbook to help you dream bigger dreams as well, too. Oh, 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 my badass crew knows how I love a workbook. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to go get me one of those. It's it's great. It's all about dreaming bigger dreams. It, It loops back to that dream day I talked about, because I feel like when you have that clear vision, Yes. It will push you through those tough times. It really will. It'll help you move forward. It helps you make those, you know, decisions again. Is it taking you closer to leave, living that dream day? So I'm super excited about that too, to um, be able to share that with more people so more people can dream bigger dreams and make those dreams happen. Yes, absolutely. And of course, Phoebe does have a fabulous Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash never quit on a bad day. So we're going to put the link to that as well. So you can go follow her, contact her through that Facebook page if you have questions or if you want to thank her for today's interview, because I I swear I want to go back and re-listen to this like probably 10 times because there are so many nuggets that I think people, if they could pull each one of those little things. So Badass crew, go back and listen to this again. You've got all week before the next episode comes out. I want you to to, to go back and re-listen. And because I swear from the, your, your mind will have been blown from one thing and you probably missed a few of those nuggets that we talked about because you were already processing the previous fabulous golden nugget. So go back through and listen to this. Phoebe, Thank you, thank you, thank you for for sharing this journey with my listeners of getting to their first six figures, because I think this is going to make such a huge impact on so many people. And I cannot wait to see the ripple effect that comes out from this. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for creating this incredible resource and community for people to plug into, to learn and grow, because having a community and learning and growth that 
that's what it's all about, right? That's really what it's all about. So thank you, Jenny, for creating this awesome community where people can learn, grow and celebrate together. Oh, you are absolutely more than welcome. And just so you know, we do have a free Facebook community for all of the badass crew. It is called Badass Direct Sales Moms and Dads. So if you just go to Facebook, type in Badass Direct Sales Moms and Dads. Phoebe, you're welcome to come join us if you would like to. You don't have to be a mom or a dad as long as you're badass and in direct sales. Come and join us. Perfect. Um, I'm in. <laughs> all right. Fabulous. So this is a great free community. And, and I'm bringing it up because there are probably people who are listening for the very first time. So I want to offer them the opportunity to to come in and play with us in that community because we, we do have great conversations in there around direct sales and network marketing. So again, thank you, Phoebe. This has been so awesome. I really, really appreciate you being so generous with your time and knowledge. Absolutely. My pleasure. Anytime, Jenny. Thanks so much. Absolutely. And Badass Crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.